from the block from the block from the block from Welcome back to From the Block podcast. I am super excited to launch the second season with a very special guest, Lara Julian. She's an established artist based in London that uses a diverse range of media to visualize color as a matter and energy. Inspired by geometry, architecture and science, Lara's intimate and thoughtful paintings invite the viewer to observe color as a physical existing object. Born and raised in Siberia, Lara Julian had a successful career in the banking industry before dedicating herself to painting. She exhibited widely in both solo and group shows in London, Amsterdam, Venice and New York. Lara, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for coming. How are you doing? Well, I'm very well. Thank you very much. It's so nice to see you. It's so nice to be here. Thank you very much for such a wonderful introduction. <laughs> and yes, it's my pleasure to be here. It's all about you, the introduction. So you you make the amazing things in your life and I can't wait to hear more about it. Uh, but shall we start with a little announcement? Yes. So there is a big, big event coming up, which is your uh, 10 years uh, anniversary exhibition. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's called Optical Adventures. So yeah, can you tell us more about the event? Um, yes, it's true. The exhibition will uh, be on the 27th of uh, September. Mm -hmm. And it's a big show and it's a special show for me because I present uh, a big body of work from uh, the different periods of my life. Mm -hmm. So it is a retrospective of my 10 years artistic practice. And uh, my viewers, they can see how my... Uh, style evolved during uh, this period of time and how my brush stroke uh, developed and uh, work uh, in different sizes I have during uh, mm. I have on the show. Wow, wow, congratulations first and foremost. Uh, and um, and yeah, can you so can you take us back to the to the moment when you kicked off your career because you it's it's 10 years that you've been uh, painting but, but what brought you to painting? Well, I was born in a, a very artistic family. My dad is a professional uh, portrait painter and he was a tutor at our local university. And then uh, during the time of Perestroika, he opened uh, the first uh, art gallery uh, in my hometown in Novosibirsk, where mm -hmm. I'm originally from. Mm -hmm. And my mom is not historian. And my grandmother is, uh, was a poet. Mm, so I grown up among a huge library of uh, amazing books about Russian artists, about uh, Renaissance painters. And uh, my dad had a big studio. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I it was all in the air. Yeah, yeah, of <laughs> yes, course, and, um, of course. Yeah. So uh, were you painting? So uh, why? Because you worked before in banking. Was it something that you know, you wanted to try out or like how does that transition happen? So, uh, well, uh, education is important for me. When I mm -hmm. was a uh, 
um, a teenager, of course, my mom and my dad, they, they are very caring and loving parents. And they wanted me to have a good education. So I went to uh, the international relations. So I graduated my first degree is international relations. Mm -hmm. And then I was just curious to work in a big company. Mm -hmm. And I went to uh, work in a bank. And with my education, I had uh, no competitors to get the position at the bank that I wanted. Mm -hmm. So it was really interesting and exciting experience to me. However... Traveling a lot to Italy and traveling a lot to Europe and mm -hmm. it, well, with my ex-husband, we traveled to Asia as well. So and seeing and observing all this eclectic experience was very moving uh, for me to think about my life, to think about my values and to think how I want my life to be mm -hmm. and also to... You know, to take my inspiration from European uh, architecture and from the uh, cathedrals and mm -hmm. paintings. So once I just came back uh, from one of my trips from Italy and I just made this decision that I would like to go to New York to study art. And wow. then I retired. <laughs> I divorced my husband mm -hmm. and I moved to... So first I arrived to Los Angeles mm -hmm. and I had a choice between staying in New York or in Los Angeles. And I decided to move to New York because we uh, we are close with my mom and my dad and he well, we discuss things and mm -hmm. this is important decision. So I moved to New York and I was based in New York for one year. Mm -hmm. I studied at the School of Visual Arts in New York mm -hmm. and I took uh, individual classes in paint in painting at the New York Art Academy. Mm -hmm. And then in 2015 I moved to London. Wow. So, so for me it's uh, when you're saying that I well like shifted from banking to uh, art and being a painter I think it was long ago <laughs> it was long ago because I I'm focusing so in London I'm almost 9 years mm -hmm. and uh, I'm focusing only on painting and exhibitions and I'm surrounded by my colleagues and art experts and art historians myself I went to uh, Sotheby's to study art history and I went to Christie's to study modern art and I studied at the Slade School of Fine Art. So for me, being from a banking background and mm -hmm. uh, being from international relations is good because it gives me a lot of uh, different so, perception yeah. of like to see things in a different way. Mm. Uh, but, you know, my passion is all about art and, you know, my work uh, as course. an artist yeah wow so yeah it almost seems like you that the, the art and painting was always there in your life it was just a question of like uh, f figuring yourself out right like at younger age we, we need to try things to then decide like this is what I want from my life that's what I want to pursue uh, but yeah the decisions that you you made so many changes in your in your life moving countries you know changing careers uh, you know even like divorce that's that's a lot a lot to take on was it an easy decision oh uh, well uh i think that uh well nothing is easy <laughs> <laughs> yes even being an immigrant in uh in the in england it's it was a really uh, difficult way to uh, get my documents sorted and mm -hmm. also uh, i changed my name because back to russia i had the russian name and mm -hmm. it's also because i'm i'm um, i'm pursuing my values of freedom and being yeah. uh so choice 
it's, it's a very it's a strong decision. It's it, you you can say it's a difficult choice, but it's a responsibility and it's a freedom to be yourself, mm -hmm. which I really adore mm -hmm. and I I'm enjoying my freedom. But mm -hmm. it's also a hard uh, work because I'm you, you yeah. know full time professional painter and I'm generating my uh, income from the sales of my art, which is uh, I'm very proud of, and it's mm -hmm. really difficult for an artist to achieve this. Yeah, yeah. Well, c congratulations. I know so so many artists are trying to achieve that. It's like it's so such a such a tough. Uh, you can't call it industry, but like a sector of culture to 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 be in. And how do you find it being also the migrant artist, female artist? Oh, it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yes, I think that to me, being an artist is more important just being uh, an immigrant or being a female or being a certain age or a certain gender. Mm -hmm. And um, I, recently I was uh, listening some interviews of my artist colleagues who are transgender, for example. Mm -hmm. And it's also very difficult, uh, you know, life, you know, changing the gender and everything. But I think it's also everything is a perception. So mm -hmm. being from being living, uh, born and raised in Siberia and then coming to England, which is a totally different value, different country. Yes, it is uh, not easy, but I think that it's about how I feel myself comfortable. Yeah. So I think that I it's how I feel. I feel that I belong here mm -hmm. and I I went to travel all over England to visit the different uh, areas of the country to stay connected with local people to understand how they live and what they enjoy. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, it was a great discovery because mm -hmm. people here in the country, they enjoy a simple life. They mm -hmm. love gardening and it's almost like uh, in Siberia. Yeah, there are lots <laughs> so of it's like uh, yeah. Yes, I feel yes sometimes I had difficult times because you know being a foreigner and we had uh, here and like everywhere you have a lot of stereotyping mm -hmm. uh, well people may think that uh, I'm a daughter of oligarch or something like that but it's just being um, true, true to yourself and if you disagree you just need to say that you disagree mm -hmm. and if you have something to say just say it mm -hmm. and you don't need to hide anything or on the other hand you don't need to be too honest you just need to be really integrated and gentle to people and kind to people that mm -hmm. is important to me Mm, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, you know it's uh, so so nice listening to you because you you seem like the person who went through a like long process of self discovery and you you seem like uh, in in uh, connected to yourself. You know who you are, and I think like. Uh, nowadays it's like it's a common question just like be yourself but like I think that it's really actually difficult it's a journey to actually understand who we are uh, and uh, I'm, I'm not sure where um, you still feel like you are going through that process or you just feel like you figured yourself out and you are in this sweet spot of, of knowing who you are as an artist and as a person 
Well, it's a very complex question <laughs> because I think that development as an artist, well, my development as an artist and my mental states and my inner world, they are connected. So because I take my inspiration within, so I'm not making uh, portraits that are giving a likeness or something like a, a landscape or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm working uh, in my own signature style and it's important to feel... Uh, good within, good about my, myself and being mm -hmm. emotionally stable. And I, uh, well, I went to uh, uh, psychoanalysis back mm -hmm. uh, when I was in Russia. I went through a long process uh, mm -hmm. of a therapy, which mm -hmm. was about three years. So I've done my psychoanalytical <laughs> work. Journey, and I'm, yeah. Yes. Well, and also when I went to, I lived um, on Bali for a few months. Mm, so I went amazing. there. I've been to Cyprus. I traveled to monasteries in Cyprus. I've been to many other sp spiritual places. So to me, uh, yes, my mental health is important. I think mental health is important for everyone. And it's also connected to your connection well, within yourself and understanding of yourself. And actually, yes, it's a big statement to say, well, I'm, a, you know, I'm true to myself. But to understand this, mm -hmm. it's, a very, it's a very complicated thing. And we are changing. The world is changing. My art is changing. And to me, it's everything... Uh, should be in the balance. So mm -hmm. how I, what I want to achieve from my art, what I want for, to achieve from myself as a person. So it's a very challenging and complex work that mm -hmm. I'm building and building with my artistic practice, with a building my, being among my colleagues, uh, people I want to be connected with. So because my environment is very important to me as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and so, what advice would you give to young? Uh, up-and-coming artist that would love to embark on that journey uh, and uh, better the, the art that they are producing as well as, you know, find the voice within themselves? Uh, well, it's a very simple advice. Work hard and never stop. <laughs> go to study, <laughs> yeah. go to school, go to education because being an artist and discover my style, which you say, I discover my style. Yes, and my style will be changing and uh, will be evolving and it since I started making vertical lines uh, back to 2017, uh, my line, the line itself, the brushstroke changes and it will be changing again. Uh, perhaps I don't know in, in what way, but uh, it will, will be changing and it's normal. Mm -hmm. For young artists, I think the best, that's a very simple advice. You just go to school, do amount of work, do amount of uh, big, you know, practice, 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 study. Mm -hmm. gain a lot of knowledge, absorb everything, uh, look at what other artists are doing, go to exhibitions, go to museum. It's a, it's a basement. And then, with time, perhaps, when you look at your work, you compare your paintings that you made last year, then compare with this year, and then you can maybe pick something from last year, from the two years and then you build up on your style and mm -hmm. never stop working and never stop you know going to obtain education and see how the world is developing because we we have now artificial intelligence we mm -hmm. have now all this working and drawing with ipad and uh, you know all these uh, tools and uh, new materials yes. and it's also very challenging for an artist to be in this big 
world. So mm -hmm. start from classic, start working with oil paint. Uh, strong drawing is important. So I can, you know, I practice a lot of drawing. Uh, so I went to all the museums. I know all the collections, you know, the V&A Museum, the British Museum, and also take inspiration from the history of art. Understand how this painting is connected to the era where the artist lived, who influenced and which uh, circumstances influenced the artist and why he made this uh, work and how it was like integrated and why we are here. So it's not, it's, it's not just our modern world. So we, we actually moving from mm -hmm. somewhere, we're developing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We are same building. as the work and same as being an artist. So you just go and yeah. go ahead and keep going. <laughs> yeah, 100%, 100%. It's like, I think like every generation, they, they have this perception that they are the first one to be in this world. Uh, and it is easy to forget about, about the history, but actually we are just continuing the same story. And uh, and yeah, I think um, um, I work a lot of, uh, with filmmakers or even musicians. It's like, and there, there is something about it that people are trying to invent something that hasn't been done before, but like they don't, they're not even aware what has been done before so like that study element is so important because then you see like the human thought how it was evolving uh, and I think um, yeah it's it's um, you know it's super interesting like listening to you because like the piece of advice like building that foundation uh, knowing the culture is really important but also what, what uh, the your personal journey like combining it with this big question like who I am and what I want to do and what will be my contribution to the world uh, it's 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 another it's another part of the process isn't it um, well I think that um, well we artists we reflect life mm -hmm. so we absorb everything and we think about things and we think about our work mm -hmm. and we make uh, different statements yeah. so for example some artists they work with uh, violence or sexual or they explore uh, political issues or migration issues. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I am exploring color, so I'm a colorist. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want my viewers to build their own emotional connection with my work. Mm -hmm. However, I use the whole history, the whole history of art and the life we are living in because I use acrylic in my work. It's a modern material. It's a fast-drying material. And um, I also use watercolor. I use oil and I use uh, pastel pastels mm -hmm. as well so it's very it's a big variety and it's our life is like the same as a reflection so we can uh, do many things we can achieve many things and even myself I changed my career I came from you know I have one degree and then I devoted myself to art so mm -hmm. it's possible to achieve a lot of things when you are uh, when you have goals, yeah. when you have priorities, when you have values, and when you have a dream. Because mm -hmm. I had a dream. I wanted to be an artist and I wanted to live in New York or in Europe. So. Oh, wow, wow. That's very inspirational, <laughs> Lara. Thank you. Thank you for sharing those thoughts. And uh, so what, uh, well, tell me now where your interests are. Where do you think you are art will be evolving in which direction because well like you said it's we are getting inspired by the world around us uh, the world currently is uh, quite quite busy and 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 messy we've got so many well positive things going on but also lots of worries from climate change to ai wars and whatnot um 
So where where do you f try to focus your energy and your thoughts, uh, and what do you are, are you planning to use as an inspiration to evolve as an artist? Well, it's a wonderful question actually, because when you when well, I was listening to you and I was thinking about my inspiration, because uh, the development of my work is connected and depends uh, depends from my inspiration. So to me, it's important to stay connected with nature. Uh, I think I mentioned that uh, I live at Hampstead, near Hampstead Heath. So I go for a walk uh, every day. I meditate every day. And I think about my next uh, body of paintings or my next projects uh, or my next exhibitions. And um, yes, I think that to me, uh, it's important to stay connected with uh, modern London as well. So I love central London. Mm -hmm. I go, I, I, my exhibition will be uh, um, in central London. And my work is uh, quite dynamic and it's about movement and it's about uh, movement and uh, intensity. So I love di dynamism in my mm -hmm. life. And to me, my work is also about being alive, how to feel yourself life. Mm. You look at my paintings, you see all these vibrant colors or, you know, big massive paintings that I made. They are very involving and they supposed to engage a viewer and for a viewer to spend some time with them. So, as for me, I love to work on a big scale, which is two by two meter. Mm. I, uh, during my exhibition, you can see some of uh, these scale works as well as uh, some smaller pieces because to me well it's an interesting observation of myself because i started making my art on a big scale naturally i love it and the vertical line which is my style is also uh, my natural movement of my hand and my body so when i uh, make a painting i move all my body so it's all kind of mm, it's a part of the painting I so see. it's connected to the canvas <laughs> And, and uh, yes, and uh, well, so during my exhibition, so it will be a retrospective of my work. So retrospective, I mean the certain period. So it's not my life, so because I'm not 90 years old yet. Yeah. <laughs> but it is a retrospective still because I, you know, my style was like, changing a bit and I uh, worked on different materials. So we want to show this. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was challenging to work on smaller sizes, which mm -hmm. to me was absolutely difficult because I love this scale and impress, you know, impressive, um, mm -hmm. Big scale, impressive, yeah. yes. And they look amazing uh, together, like this few pieces that we are planning to put uh, in, the, in the main room of the gallery. So mm -hmm. we would like to recreate a kind of a chapel. So like if you know Rothko Chapel, yeah. so it's a dark mm -hmm. room and we have like spotlights uh, pointing on my big canvases. So I think it will be, it will look fantastic. Also, we will have smaller paintings. So to me, for my future projects, I would like to work with big scale paintings paintings mm -hmm. and I would like to experiment more with uh, formats mm -hmm. because the paintings I made uh, this year so I made six very long and narrow panels mm -hmm. which are only 30 centimeter uh, wide and one meter 20 centimeter height and 
uh, I would like to continue with this uh, format because, uh, you know, I like it. Honestly, mm -hmm. the the few pieces, the six pieces I made, they look really nice together. So mm -hmm. they they are like one piece. So you put them next to each other, and they make a uh, they make um, color wheel. Mm -hmm. So and I like to and I uh, actually I already sold a few <laughs> of them. Awesome. <laughs> they are very successful in terms of uh, in terms of how my audience, how my viewers react, and how because to me it's important. I listen to my colleagues, I listen to my viewers mm -hmm. because I work for my viewers. I belong to my audience. Mm -hmm. I am a servant of my art and of mm -hmm. art uh, oh. in general. So yeah. to me, when when you come to my place and you see this painting and say, "Wow, Lara, I love it," and you take mm -hmm. it and you buy it. And then I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And mm -hmm. I would like to, and then, and that's kind of, it's a chain reaction. Mm -hmm. It's like a love, you know, you give and you receive okay. back. Yeah. You give, and it's like, a, for me, it's expo exploration of all these different formats. Yeah. Uh, for example, during, uh, during um, COVID times, mm -hmm. I made a few video paintings. They mm -hmm. were also very nice and uh, I had a very good feedback. Um, mm -hmm. as well as I created a few NFTs, mm -hmm. also very nice. Um, yeah, perhaps trying something to having a movie or documentary and, you know, yeah. showing people about how the work uh, was made. Because previously I was thinking that uh, making a painting to me is a very intimate process. Mm -hmm. uh, well, because it's, it's a very, it's a very it's very intimate and now i think i am at the stage because i would like to show yeah. i like to i like to people to see and i have a lot of people who are interested other artists who want to explore my style and even copy my style which is fine but i can teach how to do that properly because yeah. my work is very layered and it's very it's labor demanding so it's a huge mm -hmm. it's sometimes some of my big pieces i made during five years four years wow. because they're super intense and wow. like 60 layers of paint and they're wow. very heavy as an object oh, so wow. yeah, yeah and very complex to make something like this for a student for example yeah. it's really challenging yet it's still a vertical line so there is no uh figure involved like you know when making a portraiture for example you need to do uh you need to follow this um construction like mm -hmm. the the face construction the bones and cheekbones or neck well in my paintings i don't have uh, uh, bones like but 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 a strong drawing and and uh, layers of paint this is a bone already and yeah. i use a lot of texture in my work i use uh, sand i use plastic cast cast casting paste you know lots yeah. of different yeah, materials yeah, yeah. So and to understand how the work, uh, how I'm building my work, you need to actually watch a video yeah, <laughs> or come to my studio and, and see me, you know, watching. Yeah. Because when you look at it and especially I think that photography or, you know, I have all social media accounts. But when people look at my paintings on social media accounts, they say, well, OK, yes, it's just the vertical lines. Yes. Well, it's correctly made because I can see that you can see the depths, you can see um, you can see the color combinations work well. Well, I hope so. <laughs> but, but I think that, okay. yes, what you can see is just a small picture that you can see uh, on social media. But when you come to my studio, when you see a real object, mm -hmm. this is quite impressive to me as an artist to observe how people react and enjoy. Mm. That's very important. That makes me happy. 
Oh, oh, so yeah, that's so so lovely to hear, and I can't wait to see your uh, exhibition uh, in in. Uh, uh, September uh, but uh, so yeah you've mentioned that yeah you just you, you love sharing your knowledge which is also a beautiful thing to hear because a lot of people are actually uh, doing the opposite they are like very protective of their style so you work with young people as well uh, uh, you you've mentioned and you you teach a lot uh, well so. yes uh, I think that uh, teaching is also a skill I would mm -hmm. say that we have some artists, they're amazing artists, but they may be bad teachers. Or on the contrary, you know, some teachers, they're stuck with teaching and they, they, they stuck with this, you know, kind of, they, they don't inventing any, they're not moving forward with, um, you know, they're moving forward their style, which is fine. I would yeah. say that I'm very fortunate that I studied at the Slade School of Fine Art. My tutors were amazing. The atmosphere mm -hmm. at the Slade School of Fine Art, amazing, rising and developing and helping uh, create creativity of young artists to blossom to grow it was just mm -hmm. to me i had amazing time at school and that mm -hmm. is why i uh, encourage young artists you know even yourself self-taught uh, well it's okay but engage with others engage yeah. with like-minded people and you know like from the history we have uh, uh, robert rushenberg uh, jasper jones you know they were all connected they lived they lived in some they sharing studios mm -hmm. which is amazing experience Yeah. And yeah, so uh, since recently, uh, we see that the modern art is developing, and it's you know like uh, in mid centuries we needed all like likeness and make very correct portraiture. Now it's all about you know making statements. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, but we also have portrait painters. Yeah. The, we, we I love to go to the uh, National Portrait Gallery. Mm -hmm. I take a lot of inspiration from uh, academic painting. Mm -hmm. I think that is a basic that you need to understand, and the oh, you need to understand ge geometry, mm -hmm. uh, perspective. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is of, the yeah. things that I well every abstract artist use, and I love Kandinsky, for mm -hmm. example. Uh, I think that to me, like he is a father of, of abstraction, yeah. and his paintings to me like music. <laughs> yeah. and And um, yeah, they're very complex, very complex paintings, abstract paintings. Yeah. Uh, well, and uh, since recently, I think I have more and more requests from young people mm -hmm. willing to understand more about what they want to make mm -hmm. and how can I be helpful. Mm -hmm. And I think, and I, I tell uh, to young artists, think before you make your painting. If you mm -hmm. want to, if you want to think, uh, if you want to make a body of work, think about the body of work, the range of paintings. Think where you want to bring your work, yeah. and not just not just being producing, producing, producing. It's good. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, not sometimes, but most likely, quantity will turn into quality with yeah. time. Yeah. Well, after you after yeah. after you make seven thousands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I, I I went through all the stages, so there's no secret for me. Just you know, there's nothing like you know. I just came to London and started making. No, it wasn't like this. So it was a lot of hard hard work, uh, education, and labor. And I like to labor. I mean, just painting painting as a as a as a you know making art. 
Yeah, yeah, amazing. So where, if people want to get in touch with you, buy your art, ask for advice, see you working in the studio, where people can find you? Oh, well, as I mentioned, I, I, I'm based at Hampstead and I love it and it's good for mental health. <laughs> I, will, <laughs> I, will, I will definitely recommend my uh, listeners and uh, young artists, uh, perhaps, go into the Hampstead Keys, make some drawings. We have beautiful uh, forests there. So mm -hmm. my art studio is at Hampstead and actually Recently, I had a request from a local community, so we have a, like a local association, and they asked uh, for an open day uh, studio, oh, and wow. I agreed. So we are having we are having an open day, uh, open day on the seventh of October, which is after oh, uh, my show. And so yes, my I'm based at Hampstead, and you can find me on Instagram. I'm very open on social media. Uh, you can just you know op open internet, Lara Julian. So I'm very transparent, and I'm very you know, you know, I like to be connected with people. Awesome. And speaking about me and my art, I also like to be connected uh, with my art. So I live and work at the same place. So right. my art studio is my home as well. Right. <laughs> so and this is, to me, it was also, it was uh, an intentional decision to have my studio connected to my place because I like to be connected 24-7. So I wake up, I make my coffee and I look at my paintings and I connect and I have a dialogue with them and I think mm -hmm. what how can I move this painting, shift this painting? How can I work with brightness or lightness or, or uh, you know, depths and, you know, texture? So it's like, a, it's very... So this process integra integrated into me and my life. And yeah. it's also connected to my visitors. Because mm -hmm. anytime, if you would like to come, you can come to my studio. And you can find me working or, you know, working, painting or going for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> or being around. Yes. Oh, and it's very important for me. Oh, that's, that's, that's amazing. So, yeah, so definitely I'm, I'm pretty sure that after this podcast, quite a lot of people will, people will get in touch. You're so, very yeah. much welcome as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank you and so, so much and I, I can't wait to see your paintings uh, in exhibition I definitely will uh, would love to pop to your to your studio at some point so Lara Julian thank you so much for coming being a part of the podcast sharing all your thoughts pieces of advice uh, and uh, sharing your inspiring journey to uh, becoming yourself and I look forward to seeing how you will evolve as an artist as a person hello thank you very much it was my pleasure to be uh, your guest it was a wonder I had a wonderful time and thank you so much for having me oh thank you thank you Lara Julian thank you Woo!